today we're here with Suzanne Tyrrell of Colin Downing. I think it's worth noting that Suzanne is my wife. First and foremost. Correct. Might as well get that out of the way because if it does get, you know, a little bit flirtatious, Jay will be giving out to us that <laughs> we didn't introduce Keep a professional, lads. Yeah. So do you want your intro? I'm going to give you your intro. Yes, please. Jay will play the music over this of This Is Your Life because I think it actually sounds like something from This Is Your Life. Okay, well done. So, founded in 1979, Colin Downing is a boutique firm of dedicated chartered surveyors and property professionals and is Cork's leading independent property practice with, I said 12 employees. Yep. Yeah? Hang on. Good research. Located at 14 South Man, specialise in property consultancy services for all types of residential and commercial property. Mm-hmm. Had to get the commercial in there for Rob. Probably given out to me. Suzanne, you started working in Colin Downing in 2001. Did I know? Which means <gasps> you were 13 when you started. Yeah. Well done, Turned I like what you did there. Yeah. Uh, since then, you've gone on to sell properties and new developments such as Castle Lake, Caritool. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many are in that? Uh, well, at the time, they had planning for over 1,000 units, but unfortunately, there was a small thing like the property crash, so things stopped. 700? I think about 500, yeah. Yeah. 31 luxury homes in Britannica and Blackrock. 16 boutique townhouses at Arbutus Montanati. Harpers Creek. Mm-hmm. 74. Homes in Harpers Creek, Longton. And you most recently launched three estates on behalf of City Council, which we'll get to a bit later. This is on top of all your day-to-day sales that we do. So that is an extremely impressive resume. Thank you. Well done to you. Thank you very much. But thank you and well done to the company. Well done to Colin Downing. Correct. Team effort. Whew. So now we got all that nervy bit out of the way. And yeah. We got all the details right, wrong. Um, let's get on to asking some questions. So I want to talk about auctioneering kind of in general because like all the other podcasts, it's important that we kind of water it down so that people understand. Mm-hmm. Like in our business, it's a little bit Shrouded, I suppose, and you know, we're out there trying to do the rob the eyes of the people's mm-hmm. heads and all that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try and maybe dampen that slightly if we can. But to get started, how did you get into auctioneering? Did you always have a desire for it? I got into auctioneering because my father was an auctioneer, so Malcolm would be one of the founding members, as you well know. Um, I didn't have a massive grow to do anything else, so. Of course, 18, you just throw something down on yours. Uh, yes, of course. Yes, 13. I was a, a, a prodigy. <laughs> so finished college very early. Um, so did a degree course in LIT. Um, and as I finished college, then I was brought in for a formal interview with Colin Downing, which was lovely. And I was offered a job there. So accepted it with arms open and haven't looked back, really. So, you know, started off as a graduate doing all little menial things as graduates do and now very proud to be a director of the company, 104, which is which is lovely. So obviously the founding members have taken a a step back um, and it's, yeah, we're so far so good. But it's second generation really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So another um, sibling. So Jackie would be a, a director also. Um, so it is, it's lovely to keep it in the family. Yeah, but not a family run business by any stretch, but it is nice that it's, there is still, as you said, that second generation. Cool. Yeah. Anything else happened in LIT? Anything else wonderful happened in LIT when you were oh, there? Oh, listen, star-crossed lovers <laughs> across the dance floor. <laughs> when I was there for my 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what a great year it was. It was, it was a great year. Um, we so, met each other, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> We're going to this is going this to be one. fun. It's going to be a tough yeah, one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we have to remember it's not just us having a chat. <laughs> so originally from Douglas, mm. you were robbed by me and brought I was. to East Cork. I was. How did you find a transition to East Cork? Uh, so as you know, we would have rented first together. Um, and... It was, you know, like it was a little stopgap and I always thought in my mind that I, I would end up in Douglas, you know, next to Mammy or somewhere nearby or whatever. Um, but really fell into 
just loved everything about the town. Wouldn't it's a great town, and Douglas is is a great. It's a village. I mean, population wise and whatever. Obviously, there's similarities with the amount of estates around Douglas and that. But the that small town, as I deemed Middleton to be at the time, mm. was totally new to me. Um, um, but lovely that people knew each other. Sometimes took me a little bit of getting used to how everybody knew everybody. Yeah. But that's nice too. You know, there's nice relationships built and yeah. people look out for you and um that was lovely. And then when we moved to to Whitegate, of course that was a step in the ladder in two thousand and six and Year Max. You know, how many Maybe two years. Sixteen years. Sixteen years later we're yeah. still there. <laughs> but um but no, it's lovely and now kids along and, you know, schools and lovely friends and so that's what it's all about. You know, five yeah. minutes from beaches. That road and Dunkettle is the easy, easy absolute plan. bane of my life. Well, look, but I will luck. say, I think that that, that water <gasps> coming into to Farsad Rastellan, it definitely eases the want in you to kill me. It does. Yeah, so that's, that's it, a nice thing. It eases off. Calming. When they say water is a calming effect, never is more it so is. true We're with home you. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, you sell houses in all areas, so we're not going to kind of badmouth any areas. No. We've got to be political. But west versus east. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like what so I mean? My turf that? versus your turf. No, no. What I mean is, like, when you look at West Cork as yeah. opposed to East Cork, like yes. there's always you know, like the draw to West Cork yes. and the beautiful homes and and the beaches and everything. Yeah. Like, as an auctioneer, can you see the oh, difference 100%. between west and east? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Differences, but not. I like. Sorry, there's difference in in the property world. Mm. You know, traditionally the West is getting the, the the higher prices and that, but there's a wider selection of houses there, as well. Whereas East Cork, it it is more owner occupied as opposed to holiday homes. Yeah. So, but that's just traditionally. I I do think that'll change drastically, because more and more people are seeing the merits of of East Cork. Mm. Um, and with that will come development and you know little schemes and but you see there would be more services in West Cork for holidays and mm. holiday home holiday makers I suppose wouldn't there you know yeah. kind of around the Barley Coves and Skull and, and all of those places yeah, but true. they're very seasonal so you don't that'll never happen to East Cork because there is such a, a you know there's obviously residents like mm. you're from there but but it has to it's an absolute jewel. And anyone, I know now you're not there, but Ballycotton is a massive grow. And as Ballycotton has been developed, it is like a mini Kinsale. Mm. So I'm sure Kinsale was that size once upon a time. Yeah. Or close to it, yeah, you know, no, and, no, I, and then the people came. And if the people come, the services are built. And mm. um, and and that's then when you're, unfortunately, priced prices will rise for the rest of us trying to buy there. I don't know if it's kind of more so to do with I think West Cork has celebrities you know and it has as you say like, you make a good point I suppose it is a lot more yeah, holiday yeah. orientated But they the great it? towns as well like Middleton is a great town but another great town would be Clonakilty mm. you know and they are very similar you mm. know that you have the the nice beaches in, in relatively close proximity to either town as well. And then all the amenities as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is it is very similar. They're two great towns. So I was thinking we were going to bash the West a bit more. I can if you want. Yeah, no, we leave it off. <laughs> People are giving out to us. <laughs> but it is, you know, it is because they have, because there was the wealth there, they bought the big, you know, they built the big houses. Mm. And then they're paying the big money for the big houses. Yeah. Whereas the East really doesn't have you know, if, if we when we go to the beach now down to the Ballybranigans and, and all these places, there's lovely little cottages there. Mm. And they're they're being developed now. Yeah. But it's only now. Gailene. Isn't it? All those areas, yeah. 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 Whereas up to moment. now they were only just little so you'd have the farmer's house, but the farmer was looking away from the water. Yeah. Yeah, true. true. You know. Well, I, I think that East Cork has an awful lot to offer in relation to what's gonna to happen to it in the next ten I years. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. I think yeah. it's gonna in a way and this might be a bit of a statement, but I think it'll actually overtake West Coast. Yeah, no, and I don't disagree with you. Like, we were only talking the other day about Crasshaven when you took me on a bit of a wild goose chase, delivering our son to the wrong football pitch. 
Oh yeah, that was yeah. a bad one. Should have been Watergrass Hill. Anywho. How did I get that mixed up? Oh, sure, look, we're, we're busy. Where busy did you go people. to? Crosshaven. Crosshaven. Like I mean, it didn't even start with the same letter. No. Like, Crosshaven. No. Watergrass Hill. I I'd mean, say something if I sent you to. Not know. even close. Even if it was Carrigaline Crosshaven. Oh, but anyway, sure, look, we had a grand little road trip. That was a bad one. <laughs> I was too caught up in the Irish match. <laughs> Oh, rugby is blamed again. And I wouldn't mind, but you were ringing me and I was like, what is wrong with her now? It's like, what? And you're like, we're in a rugby. I was like, oh no. There's nobody here. I don't know. Um, but I saw similarities in Crossaven with even Whitegate Ahada. Mm. And if there was any, you know, the the pubs and, and that, oh, and again, only in the last kind of small number of years, maybe five years, like Crossaven has had a nice little burst yeah. A new little coffee shop is open there. Cronin's is doing great business again. So yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I, could, I could see that for us as well. That's nice. That's my aim. A rising ship brings up all tides, Susan. It's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Beautiful. Um, yesterday, yes. you were in UCC. I was, James. Yeah, on a panel with industry experts from the Construction Industry Federation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which was... Like, do you want to tell me what that was about? Because you didn't tell me. But yeah, I, presume, I thought I did, sorry. Oh, yeah, I, well, I thought you were going to do what most women do, which was say, you did tell me and I forgot. But I, I, you didn't tell me. Okay. So do you want to explain to us? And what? I don't feel strongly enough that I did tell you. So, we'll, right. yeah, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, yeah, I was invited by the um, Economics Society of UCC um, to join a panel to discuss the housing crisis. That's as much as I was told. Right. So I was like, I have a thing or two to say about the housing crisis. Um, and another um, panellist was a doctor, oh goodness me, Margaret Barry, I think her name was. Forgive me now if that wasn't correct. Um, but she had recently written a paper um, more so to do with the social housing and in particular housing um, families. Um, in That w- would have been experiencing homelessness and, yeah. and using kind of the, the public services or lack of, as she as she pointed out. And that was very informative. And then Connor O'Connell was the gentleman from uh, CIF. And sure, my God, there was, he put them in, not put them in their place, but he was very eloquent in just stating how difficult it is for the construction industry in this today's world to do anything. Really? You know, from basic inception of, of buying zoned land to getting mm. planning permission. Quite simply, he said, it's going to take two years minimum to get planning. That's crazy. For any that. type of a development, you know, and then you've all the extra layers, but he just reeled it off in, mm. in a, you know, in a space of a couple of seconds and it was just like, wow. And sure, I, no wonder. And it, like even when, because we, we went for planning, we've we've gone through that process. Yeah. The cost involved yeah. for somebody to go in. And like I spoke to a, a developer recently and he was saying that for him to go in and get planning, was the guts of a hundred grand mm-hmm. by the time he had all his fees and everything paid. And there's no guarantee that no. you're, it's going to go ahead. No. Like that's a huge no. outlay for somebody no. just to take on and say. And sure, we have a client inside, like that now has been years getting the planning, um, got planning approved and then there was an objection with Board Planola and now it looks like it's not going to go ahead at all. Like how... How much money <laughs> It just beggars belief and I mean there is... The demand for housing, I mean, everybody knows it is just, it's massively behind because nothing happened here for 10 odd years. And, but how is it ever going to improve if we can't build yeah. to, to the rate that, that is necessary? And, yeah. and that seems to be the case. Well, that was an interesting panel. I wish I knew about it. Yeah. It Probably would have went. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nice. It's nice to learn about it here now today. Um but then that means that you'll be in Cork two days, as yeah, you call it. Yeah, I don't like, yeah. You know? I don't like coming to Cork that much. No, town. No. Sushi. It's not, it's Cork. It's town. It's Cork. <laughs> it's Cork. Like, I mean, that's what it's called, isn't it? Cork. No, it's town. It's town. You're not from here anymore. You can't call it town. I can and I will. Town for you know is Middleton. Mm-mm. Jay's giving me the nod this, outside. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, this Jay is ongoing. Jay walks in the city. And he he calls this cock. And, and now it's it's gone to the next level of our children. You know, when somebody, one of us you would can, prefer, refer can. to town and they're like, is that Middleton or is that where you work? You poison the, child, <laughs> the children, children's heads. I'm like, it's town. It's where it's I work. Not, it's not. <laughs> um, next up, I don't want to try and create a divide here as I don't believe 
there is one anymore. Right. But would you have seen a stigma attached to women in your industry or did you struggle growing up as a woman in the sector? Oh my God. I know. This is deep. Oh. No, there isn't a stigma. Um, when I would have joined the business, absolutely it was a male-dominated profession. And I don't know why, because... Like women buy houses mm. and that is a very general term. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you know, if if you're in a partnership, male and female partnership, for the most part, the woman seems to decide whether they like it or not. Yeah. Ultimately. I've turned... And a very sweeping statement now, of course. Yeah, but I've turned couples, well, not turned them away, but like people have rang me and said, look, m- my wife can't make it. Yeah. But I'll see you there and I'll be like, come yeah. here, look. Do you want to come back Let's to me when the wife Let's not waste is... each other's time and wait <laughs> until her We both know you can't make a decision on this. But yeah, look, we won't make sweeping comments. No, like of course not. Um, so it was, it was very male dominated. Um, and sure with that then, you know, you're young and, you know, um, and a couple of times you'd be told, can, you know, will, will you get the man? <laughs> they did that. To co- they did. <laughs> Oh my God, multiple times. Or you'd answer the phone, you know, and just automatically it would just be deemed that you were the, you secretary. know, a receptionist secretary level. Um, and look, look, that's just the world as it was. And you, you could have certainly taken great offence on many an occasion. Mm. Um, but look, that's their their problem more yeah, than mine, totally. you know, it's um, changed though. It's changed massively. More, more, and more women. And I understand even you know at third level, mm. they're coming through the ranks. It it seems to be more and more women than men. Um. So yeah, I think there'll be big changes. Yeah, big changes afoot. It's great. Yeah, Good it is it. great. Um, with selling sunset and and other shows, kind of highlighting our business. Nobody wears high heels. <laughs> that high. Do you think <laughs> in it's real a, life? Do you think it gives us a good or bad <laughs> reception? Oh, it's so All these shows. fake. It hurts my eyes. Um, I think it's 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 terrible. Let's be honest. The, the, it's so it's so it's so far away from what we which, do on a day. Which season do you think was terrible? Because <laughs> pretty sure we watched them all. Since. We have, and they're highly entertaining <laughs> for people cribbing and giving out because she side eyed me, and what did that mean? And yeah, but like in relation to our business, babe, come on, it's. Massively different. You can't, you can't call me babe <gasps> on the podcast. Sorry. Do you know what I mean? How is this professional when you're calling me babe? You can't Excuse do that. Excuse me, like. Mr. Colbert. Yeah. Uh, James is fine. That's you can so funny. I didn't even realise I said it. I know. This is. And do you know what? I was, I was the start of thinking, how is this going to go? Because, you know, this is kind of what we do all the time. But we just don't have wine. Jay I have noticed. Me bring it in. I have noticed, and it is Friday. I know, and it's past five o'clock. I know. It's but look, blame Jay for that one. <laughs> so, Selling Sunset and these other shows. I think Selling Sunset, it it, it kind of goes back to you remember that million dollar listings mm-hmm. thing that did actually an awful lot for the industry back in the day. Because I remember people ringing me saying, "Come here, look, I want you to come out and have a look at it." And then you go out and be saying, "Come mm. here, like, did you ever see man Ryan see or anything?" Mm. So, like, it kind of made them a little bit more aware. I think it's gone to a different level now with selling. Yeah. And look, as I said, it's miles apart, isn't it? Now, what it has done, and I think we've talked about it um, a lot about house staging, Mm. you know, and that million dollar listings made a big deal about it. And, you know, to actually quantify it, you know, they were saying, oh, this is, I've staged this now and this has cost me, the agent, like, I don't know, what was it, like 30,000 or flip, it doesn't matter. Um, And that that was interesting, you know, and I think that'll open people's eyes a little bit. Mm. You know, that they see how their properties are presented compared mm. to what perhaps they're seeing in reality. I think it's massively important yeah. to stage a property these days. Yeah, it is. And it's. I think it's going to get more and more prevalent, but we're still not. The understanding of it really hasn't resonated. I, I actually think it's the difference it's, between about five, ten grand extra you make in your property yeah, if you stage it. Do you? Yeah. 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 And no, I, I don't, I could, it, it'll I cost you. That. Like I've done it. A couple of times, not me personally, because as you know, I'm not great at those things. But I have had somebody in. We have a stager that comes in and stages mm. our properties. Like it can cost anything up to around job, yeah. three thousand euros, but it it adds mm. between five and ten. Mm. So why wouldn't you do it? Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I like I just think as as a, a society, we're just very visually yeah. led. 
Yeah. You know, and we all know those houses that are presented that bit better, mm. they 100% sell. It's even when you go into the double, into the main bedrooms and they're like, I don't know, would you get a double in here? Mm. Of course you would, but they can't see it. No, no. Yeah. When it's there, they just don't ask the question. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I think that's where we'll be going, all right. Um, what major difficulties do you see coming on the track in our industry? Jeepers, James, yeah. Um, unfortunately, the costs of construction aren't going to fall at any rate and, and Connor yesterday in, in CIF was saying that they they may level out yeah. in, in a certain way but um, they're not going to come down so just just the general affordability is, mm. is going to get worse and I think the gap between affordability in general you know anything under 350 now um, is just very very sparse on the ground mm. there's so you know, if if you if you are that person starting off and you have your mortgage approval for your, you know, mid twos, which is a massive amount of money, as a single person, there is nothing, yeah, nothing out there. Um, and then it's twofold. I spoke about this yesterday about the housing crisis. Um, and I know you see this as well. Nobody wants to buy the doer upper anymore. No. You know, and and this is what I was saying about us being so visually led as a society now, 100% blaming social media for it, mm. that if your property isn't that, you know, shiny Instagram ready. Instagram ready. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That um, people are just like, no, it's an awful lot of work. Yeah. You know, and, and BR energy ratings is, is, is such a big deal at the moment and it is expensive to retrofit a house. They're but just... if, you, if you get a BR now, B3 or above, and a BR is a building energy rating. Mm. Remember, got to water it down. So these are ratings for your property as to how well it holds the heat. Pretty much, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So average house built in 2006-2007 would come in around a C2. Mm -hmm. There's A1, which are new homes. Basically, they're not even known here. A2. A2. Um, A1 would be passive. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so B1, B2, and then you've got C1, C2, C3. Yeah. D1s, D2s. And if you get into the E's, you might as well be sleeping outside. Yeah. And G is you don't have a roof. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, Yeah. Yeah. But if there is an electrical rule. supply, that's the rule. If there's an electrical supply mm. to the house, you need to get a BER. I can see why UCC got you up. Very knowledgeable. Thank you. Um, so BERs, if you get into a B now, there's a green mortgage. So you get a better mortgage rate if you're in the B. So that's the yeah. drive at the moment. for. Yes. So it, it is probably worthwhile. Little things that you can do. No, but even like for cost of living, like obviously everybody wants a more energy efficient home because it's going to cost them less to run. Mm. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, but sorry, I interrupted you. That's it's okay. not. It's not all about getting the mortgage. It's it's just your your so general. This is your show. You interrupt me, Matt. <laughs> I'm only here just to feed the questions. You know, it's just the monthly running costs of of your home going forward. Mm. And you can better your B R. Do you want Do you want me to take this or do yeah, Trayvon? Fire away. <laughs> you can better it by. Simple things. I know to give you an advisory report with your BER, which tells you all the which things. Which are you can do. hilarious. <laughs> but like, you know, changing your windows and a whole lot. Yeah, you'd be 30, 40 grand deep. I'm sure you're going to have a better house. <laughs> yeah. But if you block up your chimney yeah. and you get a new boiler. Yeah, and change your light bulbs. You can get into the LEDs. Yeah. yeah. Much higher rating because it's based on the loss of heat. So heat yeah. can get out through the chimney. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they reckon that inefficient. Boilers mm-hmm. are another reason for loss of heat. So mm. there you go. Top tip for the day. Top tip. From Suzanne yeah. and James is to just. You're welcome. Block up your chimney, fix your boiler, <laughs> change your bulbs. Not yourself, mind, maybe. You what? Don't do the boiler yourself. That's like that ad with. Uh, yeah, Daniel O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah. Nearly kill me, Daniel. <laughs> um, do you see house prices dropping at any stage in the future? I love the way you actually said a while ago, Jim, it's very hard to get anything under 450. I was like, mm, not in East Cork. <laughs> but, I, I'd, but I'd say like those those properties that are priced at that level, mm. they're taking longer to sell. You know, something that needs a little bit of work. Like here, even if you have a nice estate, but the house is maybe 25, 30 years old. Mm. They're, they're just taking that little bit longer. You know, something might, they, you know, they haven't been done up since they were they were bought for a stay and like that now they have a fine 
say C3 energy rating, nice and clean. But but perception wise, they just say, oh, I need to do the windows. I need to change the mm. boiler. I need to rip out the bathroom. I need to do this. You don't need to do any of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then so like straight away, they're just on the back foot as how much it's going to cost them to make it their dream home, which is totally understandable. But you don't need to do that straight away. Mm. Well, when somebody sees a house like that and they kind of say, look, it needs new flooring, it needs a new kitchen. I suppose they're kind of looking at their savings, though. You know what I mean? What money they have. And mm-hmm. if they go for approval, if they're buying the house, mm-hmm. the bank are kind of going to get a base what they're lending them mm-hmm. on the price of the house. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore, like, they're kind of giving all their savings to get the mortgage. Yeah. And I think that's why the, the people are kind of, not against it, but turn away from properties that need work because they they probably won't have that money for a long period afterwards after buying the house. So therefore, they tend to go for the ones that are but what I would perceive as work mm. and what I believe the general market perceive as work is what I would describe as decorative work. Yeah. Completely cosmetic. It's the structural stuff that absolutely, you yeah. know, is, is another story altogether. It's decorative if you have somebody handy like me around the house. Hi, yo, yo. You can just, you know. <laughs> just not get done at all. <laughs> just get Sue's to do it. Get somebody get to do it. Get Sue's toolbox. Yeah. We have... <laughs> We changed it. I mean, we don't have a pink one anymore. No, I still have my pink toolbox. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm handy at other things. I you know. like, I'm very good at podcasts. At, at lifting heavy things. <laughs> so are. if anything heavy needs to be lifted, I'm your man. If the back's not at me, spider catching. Spider catching. Um, telling you where your left and right is. Oh, yeah. You yeah. struggle with Can't that. Can't be one. good at everything though. Can <laughs> As you? you were pointing out your office here a while ago to Jay. Pointing down towards the passport office. I was like, no, Suzanne, you were in the opposite direction altogether. Yeah. So, yeah, I got my strong points. Um, We mentioned earlier you've had a few new sites. You corrected me in three with the city council. Yes. Under the social Fantastic affordable scheme. Fantastic scheme. Can you explain the criteria for these sites um, and why they're becoming more popular? I'll try my best. Do. So there was new legislation passed there last summer Um the affordable housing scheme um, and this allows a reduced purchase price to the applicant um, by the city council owning an equity share. So they they own a portion of your home mm. for a maximum period of 40 years. You can buy back that equity at any time okay. um, and it is valued at the open market value at that time mm-hmm. that you buy it back. The criteria is that you need to be a first time buyer. You don't necessarily need to be your young first step on on the ladder. There's um, a uh, fresh start principle which deems people who have who no longer have a legal right on a home because of maybe divorce, separation, bankruptcy, insolvency. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're eligible to apply. You need to be a resident in the country. Um, you need their Fair enough. yeah, but like there's a lot of people who wouldn't be an Irish national, say, but you just need to be have a right of residency gotcha. in the country. Um, there is an income limit dependent on the the individual site. So you know, there's a maximum that you are allowed to earn in order to to be able to apply for it. Okay. Um, um, so like as in so if, you, if, if you're earning more than a certain amount you, Yeah so you in one of the sites the, the income limit would be say I think maybe 70,000 I think 69,000 and change so obviously if, you, if you're if you earning more than that you wouldn't be eligible to, to apply um, There the three sites in particular I have a question sorry Yes sir you. Is that based on a couple? A joint 70, application 70,000 for both The sites in particular are Really well located. There's one in Tower. There is another one in um, Middle Glenmire Road and there's another in Bishopstown. But they're all fantastic locations. They're all brand new, A-rated homes. Um, you know, all built by fantastic builders. So a lovely level of finish. Um, and it's just a wonderful opportunity for people to get the first mm-hmm. step on the, on the ladder. Um, and I've just... So there's one site in particular in Tower and I've just met the most gorgeous people who are just absolutely over the moon to mm. be able to to get the chance of of buying 
a new home in this lovely estate in this lovely location. That's nice. Yeah, it is. It's really lovely. It's, it's an absolutely brilliant scheme. I think it's something that people should definitely investigate a little bit more into because I think it, it's flying a little bit under the radar, isn't it? It is. It is. I think it came out um, of legislation quite quickly. These sites came available quite quickly. Mm. Um, I mean, I suppose like everything in the world, there was probably a bit of political pressure to get them out there and, and, and get them done quite quickly. But look, lucky for those, the applicants that got them. You know, they had the wherewithal to keep an eye on it. They knew it was coming. Um, so, yeah, they'll be very happy there. Have you any advice for a young person who's getting into the business? Starting off now. Kinda wow. Thinking, I want to be an agent and drink wine at lunchtime, wear high heels and drive around in a Lol. brand new Range Rover. What almighty, drink wine for the wrong reasons at lunchtime. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're just tearing your hair out. <laughs> oh, my first bit of advice is it's not what it seems. What you think it is. It's not as glamorous as you think it is at all. I have so many people saying, God, I love your job. God, you must have a great time. But no wonder I think it's glamorous looking at you. You're beautiful. Oh, thanks. Oh, but no, it's, it's, it's like, gosh, we, we spend most of our evenings mm. talking each other off the ledge after such and such a call with such and such a person and this was said and that was said. And it is hard. I mean, it's hard in, in any, I think, Service-led industry, you know, when you're when you're dealing with people, mm. people are complex, and you're dealing with them in in a, a very stressful part of their lives. You know, when they're they're selling such a big asset, um, as you know, sometimes it's not all rosy. You know, sometimes it's it's sometimes. marriage. <laughs> but you know, it's mar- marriage separations. It could be after you know uh, somebody passing, and you know, there's a lot of sentiment involved, and it's it's. It is massively um, draining on on all everyone's emotions, mm. um, and I think you and I kind of take that on board quite yeah. a lot as well. You do; you get very invested in in your in your clients. You want the absolute best for them, um, and and I think you know from a purchaser's perspective. And when you opened up the podcast, you know, just to say that we're not all money grabbing, mm. like it, you you genuinely want the best for your client. You know the um, and I think people kind of get a little purchasers find it hard to understand that we don't want necessarily the biggest best price. You know mm. they might might not be the best purchaser for for your client's yeah. property. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a it's an it's complex, isn't it's it? Very complex because like when you when you're We're selling psychologists the house. as well as construction <laughs> experts, <Yeah. laughs> and we're none of the above. Speak for yourself. Um, yeah. But like, I think... <laughs> and interior designers and... <laughs> I find with it though, like, like getting back to the money grabbing thing, with the compliance that's involved in in our business now, like for you, you're a larger company. Mm-hmm. We kind of water down to my size of company, which is a lot smaller. Like compliance that's... In, well, we still we have, have to tick the same boxes. I know, but, you know, you've probably got more manpower to tick those boxes. Yeah. Whereas we, we kind of have to divvy it out. I think that people miss that we have to record all the bids. Mm-hmm. We have to record the reactions from the mm-hmm. vendors when they get their bids. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to kind of, everything has to be recorded and filed. The days of kind of, you know, writing on the back of a fag box or kind of saying, you know, like through the, through the, the sheets or through the curtains, oh, I got a bid of that much. You can't do that anymore. No. Like that's gone. So it's like when people say we're we're robbing or we're kind of, ro- we're pushing up the price, we're not. No. It's gone. No. Like no, they're genuine no, we bids are, that we come are in. very heavily regulated, yeah, and audited. Mm-hmm. Um, Just did one, yeah. I forgot to ask you about that actually. Um, came back, yeah, came back, done, all good. Oh, well done. I'm in the clear, yeah. No jail time for me. <laughs> More reason to go for the wines tonight. <laughs> oh, well done. Because <laughs> yeah. it is stressful, you know. You, 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 you're doing your daily business. And then you have all this paperwork that you're like, oh my God, I need to get mm. back to dialogue that, you know, and you're always afraid, of course, that there something will fall through the cracks that's, and, you know, yeah. But it, but isn't every business regulated? My I God. think it is, yeah. I think we the probably, world is we so over-regulate everything in this country. But it's a tough thing. But yeah, it's for the greater good. And, you yeah. know, it, it does then, you know, fade out those individuals in our business that would have given yeah. us the bad names, yeah. you know, with the, all the, the, the dodgy deals. I love the way you didn't answer my question. Which so, question? Um, any advice for a young person getting into the business? You basically just told I basically them, don't, don't do it. <laughs> basically just told them don't. <laughs> so let's just say that somebody is not taking your advice Sorry. and is going ahead. What, what advice uh, would no, you give Oh no, it them? is. It is lovely. And um, 
as I say, it, look, it, I just think people just don't fully understand the day-to-day runnings of it, as you said, even just the, the legislation and the regulation of it. Like there is just so much work involved. But at the end of the day, you know, when somebody just tells you, thank you, mm. you're after finding, you know, we were after we were after buying our dream home or, you know, you've allowed us to take that next step into our, you know, family's new chapter. And mm. it is it is so rewarding, um, you know, and going back to, to the, the, the couples now in and purchasers in general in that site in um, in in Tower the affordable housing scheme, just so genuine happiness. Yeah, and sure, that's that's what that's, that's why we do it. Like, so I'll go back to the question again. Have you any advice for a young person oh who God, wants to get into James. the business? What kind of advice? I don't know, Suzanne. Go to college. Good one. Good start. You know, yeah, get a we're degree. Go- we're probably going to kind of guess that they've done that. And just do, off. just do, yeah, do your, just do you, boo boo, do, do your research, do your research. I think a lot of people think that they can just get a job, but it mm. is because we're regulated. You need your license and and that, and you need to have a qualification. Mm. Um, but experience is everything. Yeah, you kind of just need to, you know, fresh out of college, get in. Is, do what needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's good courses around the the College of Commerce here in Cork as mm. a as a very good course. You go to LIT and find the love of their life. Yeah, and then the LIT and and um, are they called LIT anymore? Or is it like a they? something? <laughs> <laughs> like MTU, they may have rebranded or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're they're very good um, degree courses and in Dublin as well. Yeah, for being more chartered surveyors. Yeah, that's a bit of an all round. I think we kind of both agree though that like one thing that people need to know if they're coming into the business is that when you come into a business like auctioneering depending on the size of the company, there's not going to be that immediate place for you to kind of just get your hands on the listings and go sell them. You nearly have to come and find those listings. Yeah. Like people don't call into my office and say, hi, who are you? Just throwing those keys at you there, sell that no, for me. No, context is, is a massive thing and, and and isn't just, you know, it's all word of mouth. and yeah. it's calling um, people and getting yeah, rejected. Yeah, and, and it's lovely then to get, to be told that, oh, you sold a house for my mm. friend Mary and she highly recommended you, yeah. you know, to... So it's a process. I it is. It, it, it takes a long time to, to build. So my advice, seeing as you're just going to give none, I'm going to go with my advice, right, which is just stick at it, <laughs> get in and do what you did, which was the normal day-to-day nitty-gritty stuff yes. for a couple of years. Don't rush it. And if you really enjoy it after four years, you're a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Get out before it kills you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you what your favourite part of the job is, but you've just, you've kind of told us already. Yeah, told just getting thank yous. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a thank you. You are. A little card. Yeah. It is, it's just so lovely. I love when you get a, a vendor, person selling their house, mm-hmm. and they just kind of, they sit down with you and they go, do you know what? You do what you feel is best. Mm. You know, mm. you you turn. They believe in your ability to mm-hmm. sell their house, and that you're going to kind of, you're going to look after them, and you're going to do your best for them. Mm-hmm. It just makes the whole process so much easier from start to finish. And some of the quickest, best sales I've ever done have been with vendors who are like, "No, we completely trust you. Yeah, you, you yeah, you do you, boo boo. You do you, yeah. And it, that is lovely because you have so many years' experience behind mm. you. There's very few scenarios that you haven't encountered already, so you just yeah, have faith in me to let me mm. do my job and and get you the best. Yeah. Yeah, that is, yeah, you're dead takes right. The, there's enough stress in the world that takes yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, It's a funny thing because there's so much information out there. Yeah. You know, on property, on property the price yeah. register, daft, and, and sure, the house, as I call the high stool economist, you know, somebody who thinks they know far better than you. dreaded neighbour. A dreaded neighbour. Yeah. 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 You need an extra 200 grand. Yeah. You're giving it away. Giving it away. Yeah. As I always say. Yeah. I met a Brendan Bow yesterday Bow Properties lovely man and he said to me about those people he said next time they ring you tell them to come up to me give me that offer and I'll sell it to them yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly everybody's an expert indeed Um, in all business there are difficult clients Um, is there any moments or situations that stand out in your head over the years (laughs) come on give us the nitty gritty we we can have a podcast like you want and you want you know? That would be my fear that we'll just totally forget what we're doing and just start bitching. Yeah. What are those ones you listen to? Joanne and Vogue. Yeah, you could be like that now, just get right into it. Oh, God. Imagine. 
come in on Monday. Yeah. Everybody um, staring at you in the office. Yeah. No. 5,000 no. solicitors' letters. <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever, like, you know my ones. My ones are the ones where, like, you know, I've had those situations with, with, with viewers and they're like, you know, will the sun always be setting oh, in the back garden? I know, but my memory is terrible, yes, so I never... Yes, it will always set in the same place. Yeah. There is, yeah, daily. I, I, I think what just makes me sigh very deeply is when you see these beautiful eyes full of hope and they're, it's their first viewing. Mm. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay, let's just get this over and done with. I'll see you in seven months. When you're literally. Literally. Haggard looking. Yeah. I, I do kind of... It's very hard out there. It's very hard looking for a house. It's very but what hard. I will say is, do you know, the example I use is, like when you go shopping. No, I don't go shopping. But, you know, when you do and you see something nice and you're like, you know what? I'll just see if there's something else nicer. But you really liked it, but you're like, you know what? I don't I want know. to I'll see if there's something else nicer. And you go down to shop, maybe you're in pennies, you have to walk your way down through all the buggies and everything, and all the stuff thrown everywhere. And then you come back and you're like, no, there's nothing nicer. And it's gone. And it's gone. It's the same with sales, Suze. Mm. If you like it, there's a checklist. You should write down the top 10 things that you want mm. in the house. If you get eight of them, Grab it. Grab it. The perfect house doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And anyone that, you know, is kind of humming and hawing like that, I think that the one thing that you can't change is the location. Mm. So if the location is right for you, the site size, the orientation, the north point isn't going to change. Yeah. Yes. Case in point. Yes. Um, and, and if you could live with what's there. Mm. The fabric of the building, you know, everything, at, like in theory, of course, everything can be changed, but I know that costs money. Yep. But yeah, location is the big thing. Go from 10. So would they be your top points? Like location would be number one. For you. Obviously, it's our business. Location, location. Location, location, location. But then after that, you should start from there and work your way down. Like it's in the most important things for you. Maybe it's a utility. Maybe it's kind mm-hmm. of a, a, you know, a good sized third bedroom. But just keep on working your way down through the list. Because, you know, when you get down to the bottom ones, which are like, an area for the bar or you know maybe that's important but like things like I don't know like somewhere I can fit in the massive L-shaped couch that we have maybe you could lose the L-shaped yeah, house yeah. or the L-shaped yeah, couch yeah let's sell the big couch and we'll buy a slightly smaller couch yeah to fit into the start the at 10 home. yeah work your way down yeah yeah no it's it's very good advice very good advice well, thank you you're welcome <laughs> nearly swear I'd do this for a job um, <laughs> your favourite area of East Cork like where would it be or any one of the beaches they're just incredible I mean how many mornings have we been there and there's nobody else on the beach yeah it's just it's just wonderful they're so unspoilt leave Henry run leave Henry run you can't say that word I can't I stop myself don't speak ill of him he'll hear you he will Um, yeah any of the beaches it's just they're all so beautiful and they're all within 10 minutes of our door I know Um, we're spoiled for all our lovely restaurants if we Mm. weren't working so hard we'd See more of them. Mm. You know, there's just loads for families to do. You know, there's just so much space around you and it's not, it's just not 10,000 people in the same spot at one time, which is lovely. There are lovely restaurants. Farmgate, actually. A little bit about Farmgate, actually, Suzanne, as you're here. Do you know that they have a new cocktail lounge and uh, wine bar? <laughs> it's open every Friday and Saturday from 5.30. Thank you. I was there. Let's go. <laughs> um, yes, I do. We're the food capital of the country, in my eyes. We've got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Bellamaloo, Farmgate, Sage, you know, all these beautiful places you can go and eat. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you've got the beaches and you've got the farmer's market, which was bo- voted best farmer's market in the country. Well done. Recently. Yeah. No, it Nothing is. It's to incredible. do. Thank you. Um, <laughs> there's loads going on. You are a very good customer there, however. I am. I am. <laughs> so maybe a little bit to do yeah. with you. Uh, so you've got loads of meat. I just, I just. I love East Cork. Yeah, no, and I'm I'm right there beside you, you know, and... and well, you can't do anything about that. You have to be here beside me, which yeah. leads me on to the next one. Would you ever move back? Would you ever move out of East Cork? Well, my mother actually asked me this the other day. She said, I'd love to be able... Lucy! To, I'd love to be able to pop in any time for a cup of tea. She can, Suzanne. She can pop in any time she wants. I know, but we, Captain's Prize. Oh, yes, the golf. And that's course. what I said. I was like, Mom, as if you're not even around. Love you, Mom. <laughs> but, no, our life, our life is in East Cork. Mm. It's in... In or around, you know, Whitegate, Middleton, wherever, you, you know, it's lovely. There's just, there's too many good things about it that I don't think any other 
for our lives now where we are would, would come close to it in, in your, town in your face in around say. town we're not moving back to the city Saturday um, and also the, the main road even though I do complain about it an awful lot it's more traffic incredible there's not, there's not, would you, I it would be incredible when the Dunkettle is done I drove to Kinsale yesterday no look listen that is traffic that is congestion. That is windy roads that has not been able to take over. That is frustration. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt how you felt when you drive from the city back to Whitegate and you hit the water. Because until I got into Kinsale, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, the tractors. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I, uh, anyway, look, come here. East is best. Yeah, we're sticking to the east. So, Suzanne, you'd be happy to know we're almost finished. Yeah, I know. Our poor children. I know. We have... what. I know I was where going to say they're, the not, they're not locked in the car or anything. <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we will be collecting them. Um, a very kind babysitter. What we do on this is we, we ask a few questions. So we, we put it on our social media and then we get our followers to ask a few questions. Mm-hmm. So obviously you would be quite popular on our social media. How am I now? You would be, yeah. Because, mm. um, you know, you're the queen bee. And the questions... I only get I only do four of them just to keep it going. So the questions, the main one, which I got about eight of, was what is it like being married to James? Oh. <laughs> it was that kind of stroke. How do you manage to being stay married, married to James? <laughs> Somewhere along those lines. Sure it's about at eight. You. It's about eight of them. Sure look at you. Yeah, I know. You're the best in the world. That's it. Wow. Jesus, we are grasping the straws here. I'm not going to make this like a little ode to James. I love you because. Well, no, we have time. <laughs> Go ahead if you want. Um, Pauline asked, are you in competition and would you ever think of working together as a team? Colbert and Tyrrell. Ooh, wouldn't it be wonderful? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, it'd be great crack working together. Would we go drinking wine at lunchtime? God, we get no work done. Get you back into your high heels. <laughs> walking around. Um... No, we're not in competition. No. 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 No, no, no. You are, you're, you're the boss when it comes to these things. You are the main agent in the But family. I think it's, it's, it's nice that, um, we, obviously, like, if we, if we, even if we were both going for the same properties, which we, we have done in the past, we went joint agency mm-hmm. and people, you know, our clients were happy to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was kind of the best of both worlds, you know, something that was located maybe more east of mm-hmm. the city. With the reach into the yeah in into into town yeah so that was good it was good we we kind of have a border don't we kind of a line where we don't cross over yeah we tend to yeah. well I do you completely I'll take anything yeah you disregard <laughs> that border oh easy on you disregard that line constantly like we say we call it at at Glonthorn Glonthorn being kind of like you know we can mix in Glonthorn mm-hmm. and. You you don't care, like you will just you keep on going over. Business is business, James. Well, I'll tell you one thing: city beware, okay? Because here I come. Yeah, but then you're just like, uh, "Where's the house? Not past the, the <laughs> yeah, which what McDonald's is close to? No, sorry, too far away. <laughs> is it close to the McDonald's at the bottom of the town, the city, or the other side? Yeah. Are you going to go on just like places in the city? No, you wouldn't even know the streets. Yeah. Um. Casey, would we ever actually getting back to that? Would we ever think of working as a team? No. We're happily married. We want to stay that way. We wouldn't work as... Do you not think so? No, I, I think we'd work really well together. Uh, I would. I don't think... I think... No. No? I just think that your... Um, your style is different to my style. Which could be... Could work. Yeah. But I'd say once you start working with me, you'd be like... My God. He yeah, is. I think you could work with me. I don't think I could work with you. Yes. <laughs> 100%. So you you mould to my ways Correct. and everything will be fine. Yeah. I've I've had my own company since I was 18. I don't I think I'd be fired in a yeah, week. But I, I do I do else. get the ick when I go into your office and just see all the paperwork on your desk. Now you've been good now recently, but prior to It's money, Suzanne. Make money with us with that paper. That's just clutter, love. No, it's not. No, I know where everything is. So oh goodness. See, straight away. Yeah. This is not going to work. Yeah, true. So I'm sorry I'm going to have to let you go. <laughs> um Pauline, no, I've asked Pauline's question. Casey what is it like to be an agent in the city? Always a dream of mine. I ah. see your signs everywhere. It's a lovely design. Thank you, Casey. I do love our branding. 
Thank you very much. Who did that? Who who organised that brand name? Well, it was our PR company essentially, but my idea to go a little bit jazzy. Yeah. Yeah, it is very and jazz ends. It, it is nice. It is lovely. lovely. And a bit of colour because most estate agents would be, you know, it's all black colours. And we have to be. We have to be Red able to. Yeah, we have to be able to be seen from far away. So it was nice. And it's, it's thank you, Casey. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, I went a complete opposite direction then with my branding. Ah, but it's classy too, though. I went with like, you can't see me even if it's in front of a tree. Mm. It's gone. Camouflage. Can't see it. But yeah, well done on your branding. It is beautiful. It is nice. Yeah, yeah, it is nice. Very proud of it now. And we get lovely compliments for it. So thank yeah. you. And what is it like being an agent in the city? Ah, sure, it's great crack. Do you like it up here? Sure, I'm still here. Mm. Since I was 13. Do you want a job? Oh no, sorry, I just let you go. Sorry, you did. no. Yeah, yeah I remember. I, I think working in the city would be pretty cool. I'd say it's kind of nice to have. It is funny though, because you don't, because we're so busy, you don't see the city. Yeah, right. You know, the days of kind of, you know, going for. Did you see me getting trapped long. in the Sex in the City, or the Sex in the City, says I, in the Selling Sunset mode there? I was like, it must be great in the city, though, because you can nip out and have sushi and, yeah. you know, go for a yeah, nice lunch. There you go now, and you're, and you're like, ahead no. in the clouds. No, no, no I don't happen. cross the South Man most of the time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just stick to this side of the street and the car park. Um, Rebecca, I work with my husband in the same industry and find oh. that we never switch off. Oh. Home is like the workplace all over again. How do you cope? Wine, Rebecca. <laughs> That's how we go. James, you make us out like we're alcoholics. Oh, you have to switch off. Yeah, it is difficult because you, you're you're so wound up sometimes on on a particular situation, and you do take it home. But you're like any job, you have to switch off. Mm. You know, but it's nice sometimes to have um, an extra. I think so. You know, set of ears and and yeah. brains to to bounce stuff off. I don't think that we would actually. I think working in the same industry is really good because like sometimes, you know, you'll you'll get a call to go do a valuation in the evening. There's great like, understanding. And you're like, that's fine. Yeah. You know, because it happens to both of us. Or yeah. I have to meet you on a Saturday and you're like, that's grand. Whereas I think if somebody wasn't in the industry, they'd be like, Jesus, all you do is go in the evening. Yeah, yeah no, there is great understanding. Yeah, yeah. Very forgiving. Yeah. Um, Suzanne, Tyrrell mm. slash Colbert. Mm-hmm. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. James. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. It reminds me of our kitchen table at home slightly, just without Don't the mention the wine. I, I didn't mention it. <laughs> and the giant TVs behind us. But I really did enjoy it. You're a fantastic host. Or sorry. Guest. Guest, yeah. Thank you. It was I was a, the host. Yeah, it was a delight. I hope it all turns out okay. Yeah, but that's why we got Jay. <laughs> Jay just makes it all sound better in the end. Thumbs up, Jay. Do your worst, Jay. Good job. All right, let's go um, release our kids from the back of the car. Thank you very much and we'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you.